welcome to Pastor Cares, your daily podcast for faith, wisdom, and encouragement. The topics may vary, but the love will remain the same. Welcome again to PastorCares.org. We're glad that you've come to be with us again today where the love stays the same, even though the topics may change. We're just glad that you allow us into your life and allow us to come and be a part of a conversation with you. So today's conversation is one that seems interesting to me. I think that there's some things that have been left out in the media. If you watch uh, and you've noticed uh, the coverage around the virus and the pandemic, that initially and even now the scientists have maintained that uh, this pandemic was caused by the spread of a disease or a virus from one animal to another. It came from the consumption of meat. And so today we're going to talk about meat and restaurants and just what we need to eat during this pandemic and what we need to be prepared for afterward. We're going to talk about some of those things as the Lord has revealed some things to me that I want to share with you. So let's start off with a word of prayer today. God, we thank you. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your presence in our lives. Without you, we can do nothing. And Lord, we need you and we need you now more than ever. Every single day, your word and your will and your way becomes sweeter as we can see it against the backdrop of a sour and disorganized world. So Lord, continue to give us your presence and let your Holy Spirit lead us and guide us through your word that we might stir up the gift that is within us. We thank you and we praise you in the great, the wonderful, powerful name of Jesus. Amen. So today we're going to read from Leviticus chapter 11, Leviticus chapter 11, Leviticus chapter 11. We're going to start at verse one and hear the words you're going to find when you get there. And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, speak unto the children of Israel, saying, these are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Whatsoever parteth the hoof and is cloven footed. And cheweth the cud among the beasts, that shall ye eat. Nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them that chew the cud, or of them that divide the hoof, as the camel, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. Of the coney, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the hare, because He cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof. He is unclean to you. And the swine, though he divideth the hoof and be cloven footed, yet he cheweth not the cud. He is unclean to you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall you not touch. They are unclean to you. You know, it dawns on me that um, there may be some that may not know. all of these different type of animals uh, as they are given their biblical names. Um, And so what I want to do for you is I want to read this to you in the um, modern King James Version, which will give you a little bit more context 
in terms of of what we're talking about here. So let me give you a little bit more context. This is the modern King James Version, not far off. Uh, They've just kind of updated some words so that you can understand a little bit better. So we're back at Leviticus chapter 11, and I'm going to start at verse 1. And Jehovah spake and spoke unto Moses and to Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, These are the animals which you shall not, that which you shall eat among all the animals that are on the earth, whether divides the hoof and is cloven footed, chewing the cud among the animals that you shall eat. Only you shall not eat these of them that chew the cud or of them that divide the hoof. The camel, for he chews the cud, but does not divide the hoof. He is unclean to you. And the rock badger, because he chews the cud, but does not divide the hoof. He is unclean to you. And the hare, because he chews the cud, but does not divide the hoof. He is unclean to you. And the swine, though he divides the hoof and is un- and is cloven-footed, yet he does not chew the cud, he is unclean to you. You shall not eat of their flesh, and ye shall not touch their dead body. They are unclean to you. These shall ye, uh, these you shall eat of them that are in the waters. Whatever has fins and scales in the water, in the seas and in the rivers, them you shall eat. And all that have not fins and scales in the seas and in the rivers and all that move in the waters and of any living thing that is in the waters, they shall be an abomination to you. They shall even be an abomination to you. You shall not eat of their flesh, but you shall have their carcass, but you shall have their carcasses in abomination. Whatever has no fins nor scales in the waters shall be an abomination to you, and ye shall not have these in abomination among the fowls. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination, the eagle and the black vulture and the bearded vulture and the kite and the falcon according to his kind, every raven according to his kind, and the ostrich and the great owl and the gull and the small hawk. Uh, according to his kind, and the little owl, and the cormorant, uh, and the eared owl, and the barn owl, and the pelican, and the owl vulture, and the storks, and the heron, according to his kind, and the hoopé, and the bat, every flying swarming creature going on all four, it is an abomination to you. You shall not eat, uh, you shall, you, <laughs> yet ye may eat these of any flying swarming thing that goes on all four, those which have legs above their feet to leap with on the earth. You may eat these of them, the locusts after their kind and the bald locusts after their kind and the longhorn locusts after its kind and the shorthorn grasshopper after its kind. But every other flying swarming thing which has four feet shall be an abomination to you. And ye shall be and and you shall be unclean for these. Whosoever touches their dead body shall be unclean until the even. And whoso carries the carcasses of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. Even every living thing which divideth the hoof and is not cloven footed nor chews the cud, they are unclean to you. Every one that touches them shall be unclean. 
And so we see uh, a little bit further down, if you go down to uh, verse, oh, verse 26, let's just start right there. Even every living thing which divideth the hoof and is not cloven footed nor chews the cud, they are unclean to you. Every one that touches them shall be unclean. And whatever goes on its paws among all the living things that go on all four, those are unclean to you. Whatever touches their dead bodies shall be unclean until the evening. And he that carries their dead bodies shall wash his clothes and, uncle- and shall be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. These also shall be unclean to you among the swarming things that swarm the earth. The weasel, the mouse, the great lizard after his kind, the gecko, the monitor and the lizard and the sand lizard and the chameleon. These are all unclean to you among that among all that swarm. Whatever whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until the evening and whatsoever shall fall on any of them when they are dead shall be unclean. Whether any vessel of wood, clothing, skin, sack Whatever vessel in which work is done, it must be put into water and it shall be unclean to the evening. So it shall be unclean. And so, again, you see um, here in Leviticus 11, there's a whole list of prohibited and um, sanctioned foods, our dietary uh, our dietary instruction is given very well here in Leviticus 11. Now, I know many Christians don't believe in um, dietary laws uh, because we're often stuck and and we're saying that God has made everything good. Yeah, God did make everything good, but he did not intend for us to consume everything. There are certain things that we're not um, supposed to eat. Our bodies can't take it. Um, Now, can you eat it? Sure. Should you eat it? No. There are certain things that you may not die instantly, but you are getting sick because the Bible gives us and God gives us some instruction. We have to realize that the first the first law, the first sin that we know, the first time that man uh, went against God's way was about a dietary law. He said, don't eat of that tree, man, ate of that tree. And so what we eat can get us in trouble. It started it off. And, and it's interesting that fewer that we have fewer preachers that will attack this particular subject, because in America, people get mad when you try to take away their meat. Um, but I think that we can see now that there are times when meat can become detrimental to the globe, To I mean, we have a pandemic that the scientists believe was started because of meat, especially either a bat or armadillo of some type um, in a wet market where where viruses were taken from one animal to another. And that's what the scientists tend to speculate. But at any rate, it's it's interesting to me that with all of the news and with all of the media that we've had surrounding the pandemic, they haven't said anything about meat or Uh, maybe slowing the consumption of meat or perhaps uh, putting a moratorium on meat, not selling meat for a while. Or or I just noticed that no one has really largely talked about the consumption of meat and the hazard that it um, presents, not just to one person, but to the globe. Obviously, meat is a hazardous uh, kind of element 
uh, in certain parts of the world and, and perhaps even in our own country. People don't talk about it when they talk about the USDA. Uh, we act as though the USDA um, inspects all the meat, but they don't. They inspect portions of the meat. They they take samples and hope that everything else is OK. That's why every now and then we have outbreaks in the United States of, of bad meat. Um, meat definitely can um, bring us to a place where illness rapidly uh, moves from human to human. And we see that God gave us a plan early on in Leviticus 11 and tells us all different kinds of meat that are not good for us. And uh, we need to realize that uh, these dietary laws are laws that are important and we should know them. And so there are a few things that you shouldn't eat, uh, as you could see, that was just kind of blaring. One is you shouldn't eat camels or rabbits. But we also shouldn't eat pork. I thought that was interesting that the the, the main meat uh, industry or the main meat uh, uh, line that was affected in America was that of pork uh, with the closing of Smithfield Farms. So we realize that one of the first things that that America has had to kind of uh, readjust with is that of um, of pork. And God told us not to eat that. Um, now, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that. Uh, People eat it and they die instantly. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you eat it and over time you become sicker and sicker and sicker. One thing is the the pork is oftentimes cured with salt, which really kind of shoots our blood pressure up. And there are a number of other things that happen when we eat um, pork. Sea creatures, he told us to eat things that... um, have fins and scales. If they don't have fins and scales, we shouldn't eat them like lobster and crab and anything that is is a crustacean, shrimp, those kind of things. Those will make us sick. Um, Birds that eat flesh, we shouldn't eat those like crows and and that kind of thing. And um, only winged insects that that swarm and have have the ability to, I guess, jump So like a locust or grasshopper, you can eat those, but other kinds of insects, no. So he gives us an entire list and then later tells Moses um, that he shouldn't drink the blood of an animal uh, either. So that's Genesis 9, 4 and Exodus 34, 26. He bans, uh, you know, taking the milk and the fat and and the meat all at the same time. And so got to realize that God gives us some laws in terms of how to eat and people disregard them. But it seems to me that we would be a lot healthier, uh, not just individually, but we would be healthier globally if we consume less meat. Number one, it's violent to kill another animal. And so once we kill the other animal, then we consume the animal and we wonder why we get ill. And why we get sick. There's a lot of there's violence, there's blood, there's death all through the chain of of our diet. When we could simply get rid of that portion of our diet, eat fruits and vegetables. And now they have plenty of substitutes. If you like, you know, the taste and flavor and the 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 texture of meat, there are plenty of great substitutes out there, a plant based substitutes that are healthier, better for us. But at, at the very least, even still, it's not killing animals. And so uh, I would encourage you, friends, just to to visit this idea. But aside from that, the the, the main thing that I want to say to you, because I'm not trying to say, hey, uh, I'm not trying to choose for you. I'm just trying to give you some information. 
And let me give you this. And, and this is not something that I read. Again, what I'm sharing with you today is just things that, that the Lord has laid on my heart that I can see and understand. I've noticed that they're afraid of the meat industry. They're afraid of people. And so no one has questioned the idea of of meat consumption as being the um, the, the 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 ignition for this pandemic. But then aside from that, here's here's one of the reasons for this episode today was to discuss the, the, the issue and the root of this problem. But to say to you, be careful. Here's here's the main reason that I did this episode today to talk about meat. Be careful with restaurants. Now, now you heard it here. Be careful with restaurants. Now, I don't want to tank the restaurant economy at all. I, I know people that own restaurants. I know people that work in restaurants. I'm not trying to to bring them down. It's just that I need to make sure that we stay safe. I want my listeners to stay safe. And you got to realize that those restaurants have been closed down and they've been um, they've they've been staffed down. They've been closed down and scaled down in that. I want you to think about that. There's a lot of food that has not been turned over. It has not been sold. So that means it's either sitting on shelves and refrigerators and coolers. That food is not as fresh as it could be. The demand for restaurant food is down. And because the demand is down, it may cause the freshness to be compromised. And so we have to be careful. The other thing is restaurants are strapped for money right now. Restaurateurs are going to have to some of them. I'm not saying all of them, but some of them are going to look to cut costs and cut corners in order to make up for the shortfall. So we have to be really vigilant in terms of what we eat right now. Personally, I would stay away from restaurants. I would go to the grocery store, get me some food and cook at home right now for the next two, three, maybe four or five months. It may be better to cook at home. And I'm not even thinking that that food supply is going to be the best, but it will certainly be better than the food supply at many restaurants where some things may be a little bit questionable in terms of their freshness. And so that's all I would say to you is I'd be careful uh, with restaurants even after the pandemic is over or as it's decided. I think that restaurants are going to take a minute before the quality of of their food is going to be back to where it was unless uh, unless there's some other kind of circumstances. But my, my point is, be careful, be very careful, be careful with meat, be careful with restaurants, just be careful and be vigilant over your health because God gave us these bodies to be stewards over and told us what to eat and what not to, what to consume, how to live, where to live and all those kind of things. So. Uh, read chapter 11, read Leviticus 11 for yourself. I may not have done the best job of of getting through it because I wanted to try to give you the words. And I'm not really familiar with the uh, modern King James as much. But again, hopefully you got the idea and you'll go back and take a look at, at, at Leviticus 11 and, and give that some thought. Pray about it, meditate about it and ask God where he wants you to be in terms of your dietary, what, what you consume. If you're concerned about your spiritual life and what you put in to your spiritual mind and soul, you also need to be concerned about your physical body because it houses the spiritual that we so desperately uh, understand that God has blessed us to get. He, God has given us uh, his spirit. We're desperate for we're desperate for God's uh, guidance and his word. We should be hungry for it at all times. 
And just like we guard our soul and guard the gates of our mind, we need to also guard our mouth and what we eat and what we take in because you do know the physical and spiritual are connected. And so we need to be vigilant and we need to look to God in all our ways, in all of the things that we do. We need to look for God's guidance. And it's not just uh, guidance when you want it and how how you want it. It's not just accepting God when it's it's good for you. It's also accepting God when it challenges us to do something different and to step outside of the box of comfort. And so it may be outside of your comfort level to give up uh, a lot of the meat and those kind of things. But consider what makes you sick. Uh, uh, Dr. Gooch uh, said that if you're poor, consider what makes you poor. If you're sick, consider what makes you sick. And it could be that we've stepped outside of the dietary instruction of God. So there it is, friends. I've laid it out as best I can. That's that's what I think about it. You feel free to uh, send me a, a message if you have questions or whatnot. You can contact me through the LHB app, uh, the app that we use on Wednesdays and Sundays. Uh, you can get it from pastorcares.info. You can contact me just by hitting the contact tab. And send me a personal message. Maybe you have some questions or want some more instruction with regards to this. We'd be more than glad to give it to you. But be careful out there in terms of what you consume and what you eat. Be healthy, my friends, so that we can stay alive to witness uh, the great gospel of Jesus Christ. So that we might be able to tell others that God uh, has sent us Jesus and we can do it in a healthy way with, without being winded and just about to pass out. We can, we can run around the globe and run around the world from airport to airport traveling and from street to street, from house to house, from community to community uh, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ with, with vigor and excitement because we're healthy, we're wealthy, we're wise because God has blessed us with divine intelligence and, and his spirit comes to us and we can walk after the order of, of, of Solomon and who had so much wisdom we can walk after the order of david in in the priest in the in the kingly uh in the kingly realm and we can uh, be administrators we can we can walk after the order of moses and we can walk after aaron and be a great uh priest because god has called us as as a royal priesthood there's so many different pieces of this that god is calling us to He's called us to be like Jesus, to have the mind that, that is also in Christ Jesus. He's called us to, to, to mental health, to, to optimal mental health. He's called us to holistic health. What did Jesus say? Uh, go and be made whole. And that's what God is calling us to because we are administrators. We are, we are prophet, priest, and king. We, we sit in the, in the seat of authority because God has blessed us uh, with favor. And because of that, uh, we need to stay healthy because how can you prophesy and tell what God is doing without being strong? How can you be an administrator without being able to, to get up and move and to breathe? Uh, you know, we can't really effectively do all that God is calling us to do while being sick. It's not that it can't be done. It's just that it's more effectively done when we're healthy. And so I admonish you to think about what you put in your mouth, what you eat, your dietary laws that God has given us. And just realize that this thing began, this, this whole journey of sin and transgression began, began because of a breaking of a dietary law. They ate of that tree. And so, my friends, consider it, pray about it, meditate on it, and stay healthy.
Well, friends, I'm glad that you came to be with us. I'm going to get out of here for the day and I pray that you'll eat healthy and stay healthy, that you'll take a look at Leviticus 11 and allow God to speak to your heart. Let us pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Lord, help my friends to receive this word today. Help our hearts, our minds to accept change and to be willing to move forward progressively toward your will, your way, to move forward in the spirit and the way of Christ. We thank you and we praise you in the precious, wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope you come back and join us again tomorrow where the topics may change, but the love stays the same. Have a good one. PastorCares.com. Thank you for listening and inviting me into your life. Please take the time to subscribe. The topics change, but the love stays the same.